All right, ready? Ready. Let's do this thing. Hit it. Sonic 1029 presents Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Cue the intro music. Temporary podcast theme song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Temporary podcast theme song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Yeah! Episode number 16, Top Ranking Podcast. My name's Garner Andrews. That's Bryce Kelly sitting right over there in this incredibly freezing cold studio we're broadcasting from today. Mm, Yeah, I like to think that someone out there is listening right now whilst they work on a roof Uh or they're digging a hole in frozen soil and they hear us complaining about how chilly it is inside this studio. Yeah. And they're just getting furious. Yeah, we can't even wear our jackets. You know why? Because our jackets are too noisy. We yeah. have sensitive microphones. Yeah. So, so don't think that we got it so easy. Yeah, that's for your best interest that we're not wearing coats. I don't know what's going on. There's issues with the HVAC in mm. our building. In the summer, it'll blast extremely hot air. And right now, in the dead of winter, it is currently blowing cold air in this room. I get the feeling nobody wants to hear us whine. I disagree, and I think I should whine for much, much longer. Top-ranking podcast with Connor Andrews and Bryce Kelly. So the topic of fast food, Bryce Kelly, it comes up from time to time. Retired fast food, food that has just disappeared from your favorite restaurant's menu for no reason. McDonald's pizza. People always talk, "Mm, I wish they'd bring back McDonald's. Did people really like McDonald's pizza? Or is that something we've just sort of trained ourselves to think we miss? Yeah, I do wonder that because everyone, when you talk about like, oh, bringing back old fast food items, people immediately jump to the pizza. And you do wonder, would it be as good as you remember it? Or is this just a fond memory for whatever reason? You know what came up a couple of times when we started talking about this? Eastern Canada, way over there where I'm pointing, they had a McDonald's had a McLobster. Right. Like a lobster sandwich. Yeah. They call it a lobster roll on the coast. Oh, it wasn't called McLobster? I can't remember what it was called. It might very well might have been. I had one when I was in Halifax because I'm very well traveled. Yeah. I'll bet you it was about forty two hundred dollars. I can't remember what it was, but you do get the sense of like fast food lobster. Eh. Is this gonna be equivalent to dollar store lobster? <laughs> It wasn't the tastiest thing I ever had, but I didn't get sick to the pants after, so that was a win. Remember, though, when – because Subway, didn't they do a lobster sub for a while, and that was the oh. one thing people were like, yeah, it's pretty good, but it's $24. Yeah, I don't know if you want to be in Regina eating the fresh lobster from Subway. <laughs> yeah, how fresh is that lobster? I doubt it's very not that fresh. We also – we started talking about the um, – Subway, the way Subway used to cut the buns, and it right. was Subway, not Mr. Submarine. Stop arguing with me. It was Mr. Sub. They would notch out, they dig a trench in the top of the bun. Yeah. You question the decision-making back things. You have a foot-long piece of bread, and they're like, should we cut this down the middle? And they go, no. no. Let's cut a V-shaped notch out of the top of this bad boy. Let's dig a ditch in the top of this bun, and then we'll just cram slices of meat and cheese in there. It's a weird sh- And then we're going to put the wedge back in again yeah. and plug it up. Yeah, so you get in the middle is loaded with your toppings, and the outskirts are nothing but bread. Yeah, nobody wants to get an entire mouthful of bread no. when you're eating a sub. So, But then, of course, we start talking about this, and then there's people that argue, mm, I like the notch better. I miss the notch. No, you miss your simple childhood is what you miss. You don't miss the actual way Subway cut the bread. 
No, we got a lot of thoughts on fast food. But then that's heard, and this was my favorite thing in the world. Someone texted in. They're like, oh, there was a subway in Saskatchewan I used to go to, and I missed the artist there. And they're like, this one person, every <laughs> topping, to be like a lettuce, tomato, onion, green pepper, everything you pick, they'd be like, good choice. Well, wow. do you want to role play this a bit? You be the subway artist, okay? The sandwich artist. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll have the uh, Italian loaf. Good choice. Can I get a turkey club? You know you can. That's a great choice. Yeah, that's exactly. And so everything the person would order, the person would be like, good choice. And it, there's something about being validated by a retail worker or a restaurant employee that just makes you feel good. It's almost like that feeling you get when you go to a, I don't know if you go to these places, Bryce, but a, a fancy restaurant and you order a bottle of wine and the sommelier is like, good choice. That's a perfect choice to go with your sea bass. <laughs> That's exactly what it feels like. I never feel more like a king among men than when I'm like, uh, I'll have the ribeye. Mm, excellent choice, sir. And I'm like, huh, did everyone at the table hear that? I made the correct choice. <laughs> I'm the best one here. Yeah, it probably says that to everybody, though. Another thing, though, that I started thinking about when you're dealing with the people that work in fast food restaurants is there's a couple of points in your life where everything changes. Like one of these places, Bryce, you're going to get there soon. You might be there now when you realize that your doctor is younger than you mm -hmm. or... <laughs> Or police officers, they're all younger than you. Teachers, they're younger than you. It'll hit you really hard, too, when you start going to a restaurant and they start calling you dear, darling, honey. There's a girl where I buy coffee every morning. She'll unload three terms of endearment on me in the span of a 15-second conversation. And it totally works. Wow. And, and it she's makes younger you... than me. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. But it makes you feel like, hmm. She probably doesn't say that to everyone, even though you know they do. It makes me feel old, Bryce. Top Ranking Podcast with Connor Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Top Ranking Podcast. Now's the point in the show where we talk about sports. Finally, something I know everything about and don't at all fake through my teeth. <laughs> wow. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers of the National Hockey League, that's a professional ice hockey organization. Heard of it. In the country where we live, it's a pretty big deal. It is. And uh, they've had a rough go. And so if you're the not The Edmonton a, Oilers. Yeah. And if you're not a sports fan, we'll break this down in the simplest of terms. Over the past 12 years or so, the Edmonton Oilers could be classified as dumpster fire. Oh, it's been awful. And they've had a rough start to this year. Not terrible, but a rough start to this year, to the point that a month or two ago they fired their head coach, which you don't want to do. And just recently they fired their general manager. In the middle of a game? In the Yeah, they fired him in the second <laughs> period of the game. Didn't even let him get through the whole game. That's the best part of this story. But they didn't, because it's not because the game was going badly. They had decided ahead of time, this is our bulletproof strategy, to fire him in the middle of the game. So he showed up for work that night, got halfway through the game, which they were losing, yeah. and then gets canned. Why wouldn't you just fight? Well, anyway, it's just Why would? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand the whole thing either. Maybe they're trying to send a message. I have no idea. But it's just there's so many angles to this. But the, um, the one thing, too, about the Edmonton Oilers is if you don't know who Connor McDavid is, you should, because he's quite possibly, Bryce would argue this, the greatest player in the game? He's right at the tippy top of that list. And yeah. he's playing on this team that just can't string together any wins. No. And, and the fans are furious. Yeah, the city is in turmoil. Everyone is losing their hair. 
And so the other day, <laughs> they're playing the Detroit Red Wings. And Detroit, this season, statistically, this is worse. Is the worst team in the NHL. That's not my biased opinion. Statistically, they're in last place out of all 31 teams. And so after two periods of play, it's 2 nothing Detroit over Edmonton. They fire the general manager. We don't know that yet. But in the United States, this game is being broadcast nationally. On NBC. On NBC. And Jeremy Roenick, former player, is doing commentary for NBC, at which point he decides to talk about the Oilers, but talks about them in a way I've never really heard. A a sports commentator. The brutal honesty. (laughs) And to his credit, everything he says is correct. And the fan base here is not arguing. But it stung. It stung. (laughs) It's the things he said were so harsh and real that we had this thought that would it soften the blow if we surround his harsh statements with really upbeat music? I think it worked. How about you? Well... Want to, want to give it a shot? Uh, let's listen. Always look on the bright side of life. I'm just sitting here watching this game, and I'm shaking my head, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm boggled that this is a professional hockey league team. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers are so bad. They can't put two passes together. The, their passing decisions, their positioning defensively, their, uh, they look in all three zones, they look confused. They have, no, they, they have no idea where they're going. You know, they might have good skaters, fast skaters, but their feet and their hands go so much faster than their brains, they have no idea what they're doing out there. And it shows so much. We talk about hockey IQ, and there's some players with great hockey IQ. This team might have... From 18 players, the lowest hockey IQ that I've seen in a long time, the way that they're playing this game, uh, it's embarrassing. I can understand why there were boos for this team going off the ice after second period. It's just awful to watch. Well, on second thought, that doesn't make it any better. No, it didn't exactly soften the blow. Huh. I wonder if it would work in different context. Like happy music. <laughs> like happy music. Like what if, um, like, like what if he, for instance... That scene in uh, Marley and Me where Marley's on the vet's table and Marley's dying. Ooh, okay, that's very specific. Do you I'll, think that would work? Let's take a little, let's try it. Always look okay, on there's the, the bright setup. side of life. I want you to remember you're a great dog, Marley. You're a great dog. always look on the bright side of life. I didn't shed a single tear. No, in that case, it did kind of boost my feelings a bit. Like, when I watched that movie without that song in the background, I was a blubbering mess in that scene. Yeah, it's one of the saddest scenes you'll ever watch. But there, hmm. meh, it put a skip in my step. What else can we try that with? Well, I wonder if other things would work. The song, I think we can say now with scientific certainty, uh, definitely works. Mm-hmm. What about laugh tracks? Like a, okay, well, like a studio, a sitcom laugh track, yeah, are you talking? Yeah, and you know, a down scene in a movie or TV show, just when you're like, oh, I can't take the sadness any longer. Mm. Just a laugh track comes in to lighten the mood. Well, let's try it. Oh, Bambi. Bambi. Quick, the thicket. <laughs> Why do I feel dirty now? <laughs> I thought this would be funny. Okay. Uh, laugh track. Wow. 
Ooh, maybe that one gets a failing grade. Yeah. The song, great. Laugh track, no. Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Of course it's top ranked. I mean, why else would we call it that? Top Ranking Podcast with Garner and Bryce. All right, Garner, let me paint you a picture. Okay. Last weekend, I'm out on the town with my best gal. She turns to me and says, hey, I have a friend who's throwing a housewarming party. We should go. And I was like, whatever. And so we go there. We're on the, on route, and I'm like, so who is this person? She's like, oh, we grew up together. Ne- she was a next-door neighbor. Oh. I, then she goes, I haven't seen her in years. I'm like, I haven't seen her in years? Why are we going to her housewarming if you haven't seen her in years? And then I'm like, is there going to be anybody here that I've met in your friend group? Is there going to be anybody here I know? No, there's not. And so we roll up to the house, swing open the door, look inside, and sure enough, there's just a house full of unfamiliar eyes staring back at me, wondering if I'm delivering a pizza. Why am I here? Why did this Are guy just walk in? Are you the cops? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you, now, did you at least, did your girlfriend at least give you time in the car before you walked in to make uh, some talking points, some conversational talking points? No. No? No, she did not. Huh. So we some get party there. notes? <laughs> Nothing. Wow. So I don't think she was fully aware of who all was going to be there. She just knew this girl from her youth. They've kept in touch periodically over the years, but now is a chance for them to reconnect. Fine, I get it. That sounds good. But I know nobody at this party. And that's always an awkward thing when you go to a house party where you know nobody. Yes. You have two choices. One, you can mingle and try to get to know know new people. Or you could do uh, the Bryce Kelly strategy, and that is stand by the fridge and hope for the best. And by hope for the best, you mean that nobody talks to you? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> just really stare intently at those fridge magnets like you're really trying to read about Niagara Falls. Yeah. Yeah, well, this fridge magnet, this lighthouse is so interesting. Don't anyone talk to me. I'm luck- Luckily, uh, my girlfriend kind of knew that I knew not a soul there. And she didn't know too many people either. So we kind of just stuck together. And eventually, people came and said hello, and they all seemed very nice. But another weird thing is when you go to a housewarming at you know, a smaller house or an apartment or something, I don't need a tour. No. Oh, the tour, the, I, you could be living in Prince's mansion, wherever he lived when he died. And I could come over. I don't need to see the place. The common areas, that's good. I don't need to see the bedroom. I don't need to see the king size bed in which you always refer to as the workbench. I don't need to see you in your closet. I don't need to see the ensuite where you take care of business. No. Just show me the kitchen and the living room. Yeah. That's all I need. Where's uh, Where do I put my drinks and where's the bathroom? Yeah. Or, no, do I need to use a coaster? That's all I need to know. <laughs> but, we, but when you get, oh, would you like a tour? And you're like, oh, Christ, no. Oh, I just met them. I'm going to be polite. Yeah, sure. Show me around. <laughs> it's like, this is a bedroom where we have, I don't know, nothing. And you're like, here's another bedroom with just a bed in it. You're yeah. Like, uh huh. Here's a living room with a couch, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah." Thanks, thanks for the tour. I've yeah. seen this before. <laughs> I'm good Ooh. without the tour, uh, but again, they're friendly, so I I stuck with it. And another thing that this party had going for it is uh, it was a keg party. What? Yeah, I didn't think keg parties actually existed. Yeah, we show up. They had two kegs. The guy works at a local brewery here, and so he had two kegs there. And you just pitch in five bucks, they hand you a cup, and then you walk around and your drinks are taken care of for the night, which I really liked. I only, I honestly thought keg parties were a movie thing. 
because I've only ever seen them in movies. Never been to one in my re- I've never even seen a real keg before. Oh, boy. So does that mean if you were asked to, hey, Garner, could you tap this keg for me? You I'd be like, tap- I totally <laughs> can. I'd be on YouTube, how to tap a keg. <laughs> it's funny because I've been to a few. I've hosted one or two. Hmm? Uh, they're fun, but they're incredibly rare. And it seems like yeah. they're definitely going out of vogue. I would not want to go to a keg party for the same reason I don't like ordering Chinese food with other people. Is that I'm always in the back of my mind. I'm always doing the mental math. That guy's had three deep fried shrimp. I've had one. <laughs> there's always yeah. the guy that's a, like the, the Chinese food. There's top shelf Chinese food, and then there's the stuff that just kind of you get because well you got to get you got to get some fried rice, you got to get some vegetables. Nobody wants the vegetables, but you feel guilty not ordering the vegetables. Right. But then you see the guy who's taking all of the chicken balls, he's taken all of the lemon chicken, and he's taken six of the nine uh, spring rolls. Yeah, yeah. I guess it is. Keg is the family style of drinking. Yeah, and I don't want to have the party ruined because I'm all up inside my my head trying to do a mental audit of who's had how many beer. Yeah, I've had three. That guy is face down on the floor. Yeah, I'm I, not getting my money. Yeah, I think this isn't worth it. Family style, when you hear something like, oh, it's it's just going to be family style. Like, but, oh, man. Yeah. That's, family style to me just means I'm by the time anything gets to me, it's I'm getting all the bad stuff. Yeah, you're going home hungry. The keg party, yeah. Okay, I kind of see what you're saying. There is a disadvantage when it comes to proportions amongst mm-hmm. the masses. Uh, but overall, it's a rare thing, and it's a nice thing to see. And I hope keg parties are one of those things that start to come back more and more. You're listening to Top Ranking Podcast. It's on the internet, where no one ever responds to my urgent MySpace messages. Garner, I was thumbing through... Reddit.com. Is that what you? Uh, is that what you do? Yes, I was at www.reddit.com. Now that's on the internet. It's an internet website. Okay. Not just anyone can access it, so I feel pretty good about that. Uh, but there was this ongoing thread going on of people talking about just the simple things in life that they cannot do. It was a bit of a getting a weight off your shoulders type thing, and admitting some harsh truths about yourself that. Maybe you don't really know left from right as well as well, most people do. That, I kid you not, Bryce, that is mine. That, that's why I'm not an air traffic controller. Well, that and the fact that I barely finished high school and I have no math or science. Sure. But the left from right thing is I always have to stop and I always have to think, which way do I shoot hockey? And then I go, left. There we go. <laughs> then I can figure out that that's left. I like this list. It was funny because, yeah, that was a popular one. People are like, oh, man, I silently in my head have to do the le- make the L with your hand. Uh-huh. And then you're like, yeah, okay, I can pass you the screwdriver on the left. <laughs> no problem. Uh, but there are other ones on there. Uh, like, walking. I can't blow a bubble with bubble gum? Yeah. Really? That's kind of funny. Mm. I'm not great at it, but I can do it. Uh, this one here was funny. I can't estimate distance. That wall could be 20 centimeters or 10 meters away. <laughs> I could do that. Um, whistling, though. A lot of people complaining that they can't whistle. I can whistle, like as in that. Right. But I can't do that one where people put two fingers in their mouth and they quiet, they silence a room. God, I wish I could do that. The gym teacher whistle. Oh. Yeah, I can't do that either. And some people can do it just without their fingers. They can just do a really loud whistle. It's actually kind of a power move because in a crowd, when you need to get everybody's attention, 
there will always be the one person who's like, can anybody here whistle? And then that one guy's like, yeah, I can. And he quiets the room. Yeah. He commands the room. Yeah, it's like the sea being parted. Yeah. just stops and watches and you're in awe of a guy whistling for some reason. Do you think there's such thing as whistle lessons? Like, could I hire a whistle tutor? I hope not, <laughs> but I'm sure there is a thing. Uh, another one was snap fingers. Oh, Apparently yeah. some people have a hard time just, you know, snapping their fingers. Really? Are they toddlers? But it says, because as soon as someone's like, oh, I can't snap my fingers, everyone has the same reaction. They start, oh my God, it's so easy. Just watch me. And then you try and teach to no avail. Yeah, and it just becomes feebish, like, just <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you can't do that. But then I started thinking, like, is there anything simple that everyone can do that I struggle with? And my first reaction was, absolutely not. I'm flawless at everything. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm a champion at most things. Then I started to think, and I was like, oh, man, you know what I've always struggled with? Like uh, Money? Uh, well, money, <laughs> meeting new people, <laughs> yeah. maintaining healthy relationships. relationships. with your family. Yeah, yeah, those. And locks, like on a high school gym, lo on a locker. Like a pad, like a combination yeah. lock. Yeah, I'll always lose track of how many spins is it. Two times around to the right, once to the left. Like, how many times did I spin that? What nuts the number? What's the next number? Like, I always... It always takes me two or three cracks to and get it. And that right there, ladies and gentlemen, is why Bryce Kelly was never the safe cracker back in his heist days. He was always the wheel man or the second story guy. Yeah. Always the lookout. Always the guy watching the back door. You're listening to the top-ranking podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly from Sonic 1029. Well, 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 Bryce Kelly. What a response we got when we were talking about that one time you were accidentally creepy. Yeah, this is fun. I like this one a lot. It's one of the, we've all done it. We're in a situation without intent. You were maybe the creepiest person on earth for just a few seconds. We even have a little song for this. Accidentally creepy. And we're going to use that song a lot because I worked hard on it. It's got beautiful xylophone in it. Sure does. Uh, some of the stories that were coming in here. I was on Tinder for a while, and I matched with this cute pharmacist guy. We talked for a little while, but it fizzled out, and I may have ghosted him. Several months later, I rock up to my pharmacy to drop off my prescriptions. Who is my new pharmacist? Tinder guy. Ooh. He definitely remembered me. He even remembered my name. As I hand over my prescription refills for my pimple cream, Ooh. antidepressants, ah. and dandruff shampoo. Ooh. Rock on. Oh, man. Accidentally creepy. Want another one, Bryce? <laughs> oh, uh, what's the worst of those three things? You know what? Uh, dandruff shampoo is probably the worst <laughs> one, but it's it's not a bad thing. No, but it's just... It just means just... you have a dry scalp, but there's some stigma about it, and... To a potential lover. Mm. That's probably not what you want to be handing over. Medical uh, prescription strength dandruff shampoo. When I was 16, my dad and his co-worker pulled up beside me at a traffic light. My dad's co-worker nudged him and said, check that chick out. Only to look over and see it was me. <laughs> yeah, when you get caught ogling your co-worker's daughter, that's a stink you can't wash <laughs> off. <laughs> Accidentally creepy. Bikini Cousin. We'll call oh this Bikini Cousin. This might be my, f well, I don't want to say it's my favorite. There's a couple of good ones. So, first off, this needs a brief understanding of Snapchat. Uh, if you don't know, Snapchat, a dead social media platform. Does anyone use it anymore? Yeah, Bryce. No, no one. The one thing about Snapchat is, like, it shows a video you made 
for a few seconds, and then it disappears. You can't take a screen cap of any pictures or it alerts the person who posted it. That, that you took a screen cap. You seen, so you can't. So once you see it, it disappears. That's the novelty of it. So should I read this one now? Please do. I had a dumb phone that took screenshots when you held your finger on the screen. My cousin sent out a snap of her in a bikini, and I accidentally took a screenshot while putting my phone in my pocket. <laughs> Snapchat notified her that I took the screenshot. Two seconds later, I got a text from her that said, Really? Ooh. Accidentally creepy. <laughs> Next man, year. I love because just imagine being the cousin in that situation where you're like, Oh, I finally have been working out for a long time, eating healthy. I finally feel good posting a bikini photo of myself. Then you get a ding oh. notification, like, Ooh, it's maybe a boy like that one. <laughs> you open it up and it's your cousin, and you're just like, Oh, cousin Jeffrey, gross. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, here. Ooh, this one is next level creepy. I was at a pub in the mall when my doctor approached my table where I was sitting with my best friend. He said he was in town for a convention, and he just wanted to let us know that he found us aesthetically pleasing to the eye. I hung my head, avoiding eye contact to spare him recognizing me. Needless to say, I found myself a new doctor. Oh, Dr. Creepy. Accidentally creepy. I like that one for a couple reasons. Uh, one, it was her doctor coming over and trying to wheel some honeys. Pretending he was an out-of-town doctor, an out-of-town visitor. Pretending he's from out-of-town. Is that a game? <laughs> that is that, do people actually do that? Like, why would that, is that just an icebreaker? Hello, ladies, I'm here from out-of-townsville. Maybe it just implies that it's going to be a brief interaction. Oh. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's yeah, what no it is. Yeah, no strings attached, ladies. Well, Except for the one I'm your GP. <laughs> Can you imagine if he snapped and was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Helen? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh, hang on a second. On the screen, it says, gave a toddler a bath. Oh, man. Wow, we must talk. Hello? Hey, uh, on the uh, theme of accidentally creepy, I uh, met and married a single mom, but when we first met... Her little guy was not even two, and I grew up babysitting people's kids all the time, and, I mean, it was a different era and all the rest of it. And uh, I gave her an evening off. I said, I'll stay with the kid. You go out, have some fun with your friends. So uh, just after I fed him and he was all covered in food, he crapped his pants. So in my head, having been a babysitter all my life, I just thought, I'm going to throw this kid in the tub. So I gave him a bath, and when Tracy got home, he was all in his jammies and clean and tidy, and I thought I'd done a wonderful job, and she freaked. Why are you bathing my kid? And it never once occurred to me that that would creep a mom out when she'd only known a guy for a month or so. Mm, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it obviously didn't creep her out too bad, considering as this year we'll be married 19 years and... You know, the yeah. kid's like 22 now. So It is kind of weird. Like, I I mean, you you did what you had to do, and I'm guessing 20 years ago or whatever, it's not like you could just text her and go, hey, your kid crapped his pants, come deal with it. You dealt yeah. with it, right? Yep, exactly. So, yeah, I but, can see where the creepiness comes in, but Kev, I don't think you're a creep. I think you're a guy that just did what he needed to do. Well, I appreciate that. I can see from the uh, mother's perspective... <laughs> 
why you walking in and a man you've only known for a few weeks it, reveals that he bathed your infant son. While you were out on the town. While you were out having a good night. Might be a big red flag. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. But what was he supposed to do? Let the kid sit there for three and a half hours in his own filth? No, I think he did the right thing because if he had done nothing and she comes home to a poo-smeared baby. Yeah, what's worse? That's probably much worse. That the new guy bathed your toddler or <laughs> let your toddler's toddler sit in filth. Oh, he did the right thing, but I understand why there was some panic at the beginning. I can't find it right now, but I had one, too, from somebody who said, um, I'm in my 30s, recently single. I've started dating or online dating, trying to meet the right guy. And she did meet a guy who said to her, I really like you. You remind me of my teenage daughter. Accidentally creepy. Mm. Oh, man. I, I love the one that came in that talked about uh, they were getting abdominal surgery. Oh. They were getting abdominal surgery and they were laying upper on the... Upper abdominal. Upper abdominal surgery. They're laying on the operating table and the doctors in the room put the person's legs in stirrups. And they said, why are you doing that? And the, the anesthesiologist just, re- said. They just responds saying, oh, you don't want to know. Accidentally creepy. And then, uh, then they passed out from the gas. Ooh. Oh, mercy. And here's one just real quickly to wrap this up that we may all be guilty of. I think I'm guilty of this one. People don't even know they're being creepy when they do it. I'm a 28-year-old with a lot of tattoos. Why do people have to touch your tattoos when they ask you about them? You don't have to touch the art at an art gallery. Why are you touching my shoulder? (laughs) Oh, yep. Accidentally creepy. That was Top Ranking Podcast, starring Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. What are we up to, like four listeners now? Five. Oh, and a special thanks to USS for the temporary, yes, temporary podcast theme song.